Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The most thought-provoking hour of the day. Dropping jewels and nuggets for the next 60 minutes. For us, for us, by us. By us. You're, You're listening, listening to the, the Hold Your Point, Point Podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. What up, what up, what up? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Peace to the planet. Wherever we find you at on this tantalizing Tuesday, this is the Hold Your Point podcast, and we are the Hold Your Point podcast crew. My name is Fortunato. We got DTH in the building. We got Mr. Daryl James, Levi Strauss. And you know, on our, our platform, man, we talk about black culture and experience from a Christian millennial perspective. And, uh, you know, we're ready to tap in. We got another uh, great series. We're taking a little bit of a, a slight turn. So we got a three-part series that we want to start off with y'all this evening. But, man, we're ready to tap in with the guys, man. What's going on, fellas? How the week's been? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing, man? <coughs> y'all good? Chilling, man. Chilling like a villain. No. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, the week's been great, man. I, I just – I'm just <coughs> – you know what I'm saying? A little upset. Uh, I'm like, man, I thought these were supposed to be my brothers, man. Why ain't get the memo of the head cover, man? Uh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Y'all supposed to be my boys. Ain't nobody tell me that. Man, you know, you know this is a weekly cadence by now. I don't know why you act like it's new. I thought about not wearing it tonight, but then I was like, nah, I ain't that fresh, so I'm at to throw it yeah. off. But. Man, I've been I've been 14, 15, whatever episodes we in strong. I can't can't stop now, man. I gotta keep it's going. Won't stop. <laughs> but nah, I've been good, man. I've been good, man. Just work, work. Hey, what you got a, a iced out beer shirt? Honestly, man, I don't even know the brand of this. I just like the cartoon. But yeah. Didn't uh Ralph Lauren have that with the polo? I don't think that's the same bear though. It looks yeah, something like it. I don't know. I just liked it, so I, I bought it. It's cute. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is cute. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm 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 you know especially grateful, man. We had a slight three day weekend and any any extra day off to detach from just that nine to five world, man, and get back right is always good. You know what I'm saying? I got a uh, little vacation coming up I'm looking forward to. Uh, you know what I'm saying, man? And just trying to stay positive, man. There's so much going on right now in the news, and yeah, and yeah. just it's like the world is on fire, man. So, yeah. you know, if you catch a little piece of peace somewhere, you know, you just hold on to it and try to enjoy the moment, man. I have this thing, right, where it's like I don't do it too much anymore. When I was younger, like I would like actually, it's going to be funny, but I would actually close my eyes when I was drinking juice. So I can like really savor the moment of like the flavors and everything, and it's just like because you know you're never gonna get that moment again, man. So you just enjoy it to the fullest. So drinking juice, you never gonna get the drinking juice moment. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yo, that's, that's so funny, left field. Man. Hey, hey, it's simple things in life, right? That's funny. Man. My, my brother Mike used to say the way he drank juice was like he'd be slurping it all loud and stuff, and he's like. That's the way you get the most flavor out of it, you know? So I feel that way about food. And I, I know a good friend of ours who gets mad at me for it, but it's okay. Savor in the moment. The fact uh, of the matter is, is enjoy the moments because the moments is only what we have, man. So, um, but we got an interesting topic, man. We want to jump right into, um, you know what I'm saying? And 
we want to talk a little bit about religion versus spirituality and i know it's a lot of unp- a lot to unpack uh, mm-hmm. in that um so we probably might just have time for like some of the religious aspects um but you know we definitely want to tap in man and talk about religion a little bit because you know right now more than ever like i mean there's levels to religion that's becoming more trendy right and and it's always been a thing like where it's just multiple religions it's always been fascinated into like human culture and and stuff like that so we want to tap in a little bit um i wanted to ask y'all first just to like jump right into it man like what do y'all think are some of the origins behind like religion like just all together um I guess I can kind of jump in there. You know, I, I feel like mostly every religion is based off of probably three different origins. And that's, you know, your belief system, um, your moral system. And, um, you know, they normally have like some kind of ritual, right? Um, but I, I, I think that's usually what every religion that you that i can think of is that has those three components so okay yeah no i think uh most most religions you know are centered around you know some type of like higher deity or something something bigger than yourself that's really what you know know, when it comes down to when it comes down to you practicing a religion it's just you thinking of something other than yourself in most cases um, you see some obscure ones nowadays, but <clears throat> like in most cases, it comes from um, something that is taken from other something that's taken from a higher power, and you and you and you, you know, you give you give rituals as 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 DJ said, you give rituals, you give practices, you meditate upon that whatever it is. In that sense, whatever religion, as for me, as most of us, we 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 focus on Jesus Christ, and that's when that's that's our religion. So, when I think about a religion, you know, um, most of that is focused on what um, things that Jesus said, Jesus did, things that Jesus uh, told us to do. So um, that's Christianity in itself, you know. So in another sense, they would take something and uh, practice it in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was looking stuff up, <laughs> what you go ahead, what go ahead. Nah, which not I don't want to say something, but it's okay. Well, you know, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. All right. No, well, I was gonna say I saw something as I was kind of doing a little um research a little bit. You know, from a science perspective, there's uh they have two prevailing or I guess two thoughts that are the most popular among scientists on the theory of how religion and religious thoughts came about. The first one is actually called uh, HADD, H-A-D-D, which stands for Hypersensitive Agency Detecting Device. They say that the first humans developed this this, uh, device within their brains that basically helped them make sense of the world around them. So like, for example, they said, imagine early early humans whatever, like they're hunting for food, right? And then they see the raindrops fall. And so they don't know what the raindrops are doing. Yeah. But because yeah. it's something different, they're like, they they attribute some type of supernatural being uh, inquisitive well, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Agency, meaning, and, and the, the key term agency, meaning that they're operating on their own. So they're saying that people didn't understand that, uh, you know, raindrops is just part of the weather and how things work, but more more so that these raindrops are being propelled by themselves or maybe by something else and there's a purpose for it. So that's what science says. That's not necessarily what I believe, but apparently this is what science is talking about. Um, and then there's another, another belief uh, system that's closely related to that. But honestly, I have my own understanding of what how religion came about, to be honest. I believe that, because as a Christian, and I guess we'll talk more about that, but there is no other way, right? It's only Christ. Christ is it. So, but the the reason why I feel that there are all these other religions out there is because 
people are trying to make sense of the world, right? They, they came from a place of how do we get here? What is my purpose? All of that kind of stuff. And they're, they're, they come up with these ideas that for whatever reason sounds good and it helps them explain what's going on. Um, but ultimately they're trying to get back to God, but obviously with the fall of Adam and Eve and everything like that, people get scattered, people get uh, confused on what's really the truth. So they're trying to make sense of it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's interesting too. Like, uh, not to jump in real quick, but it's interesting that she said like the, what you said had, right. Is that like a had yeah, theory? Hi- hypersensitive because- agency detection device. Yeah, and I think it's overly they you know the scientists are gonna put like twenty on ten, but like I think because I was I was doing some research too, and it's like a lot of the I guess I would say like a lot of the general origins of religion that I found is like where people were just trying to make sense of you know what was like you said what was going on around them. Because like you know, they had remember too, like real primitive times, like they had twelve hours of sunlight where the sun was up, it was providing heat, they could see, they can do everything they could, whatever. And then 12 hours of darkness where they couldn't see, it was cold, it didn't understand it. And so like a lot of these early, like, you know, people started worshiping the sun because they felt like the sun provided them, you know, safety, provided them security, provided them like, you know, just the ability to to function versus when the sun wasn't there and, you know, they had to, I mean, it was dark, you know, just the counterparts yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. It's cold and, 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 you know, they looking for shelter. The sun brings warmth. That's kind of what, uh, you know, it, in a way it helps with life, right? Like you see the plants and, and, uh, forage and flowers, whatever, growing with the sun. And in the wintertime, right. these things die. So that's, that's a big part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. DTH, I know you said the science, but that uh, Fortunato hit it right on the head. That's in essence what I think religion is about is everybody's in search for trying to see, you know, who, who's the person that create this raindrops, like you said, or, or the person create this sun. Like, what's the what's the reason why I'm here? <clears throat> you know, so that's that's why I feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of people are searching for God. Right. And then they, they put their own interpretations as to you know who this god is or or how can i get in touch with this this god right so yeah you hit and, it right on the head and and to certain degrees they wasn't even looking for god they were just looking for security they was just looking a higher for power yeah yeah so it's like they, they didn't know like what they was looking for they just knew that when this sun this object came up like things were better than i can't when control it yeah. yeah yeah and so like go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it, it taps into like part of what religion part of it is. Like it might it gives people a sense of organization. It gives you a sense of 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 what of what comes next. Like you kind of know a little bit about all right, this is what's gonna come and I know how to expect this. It's not necessarily chaos in your head. It's easier to it's easier to compartmentalize things in your head when you when you when you tie it to a set of beliefs and you tie it to a set of practices. Or like like people maybe who have worshipped the sun. Like you guys have mentioned, there was so many religions, you know, the Egyptians, all these people have sun gods and and um, um, the, the Greeks, you know, they have the, the, the Zeus who, I don't think he was a sun god. Anyway, but um, you have all the religions who, who, who mainly have like sun, have like the sun as like some type of deity. Yeah, it's, it's like, it, yeah, it gives it gives people a sense of organization. It tells time in a sense, you know, so. And so, like, I mean, I know we touched on it a little bit, too, but, you know, just considering, because I looked it up, I mean, we probably all know, but, like, the actual definition of religion is, like, you know, believing in a higher power. Um, or And so it's like, why do y'all think, like, religion is just so important to, like, people in general? Because, you know, I and I'll purpose it this way, because I think, like, what happens a lot of time, just, like, considering, like, with early Africa, right? I've seen this doc, I think I told y'all before, but I've seen this documentary uh, called like Roots to Africa or something like that. And it's pretty much like the history behind how voodoo started. Hmm. And it's like, these people like went from, like, it's almost like a desperation. Like they, they, you know, they're wanting like either, sometimes they tap into the wrong power. And now that, you know, they believe this is it, 
And now all of a sudden, like they keep chasing the wrong thing. Because I mean, remember, like we talked about, we talked about the garden. We talked about, you know, the wilderness, like how the devil is just like always just cunning and trying to do something and trying to like step in the way and say, you know, this, this is it when it's really not. Mm-hmm. And so like, if it's, if it's to the point of believing in a, a higher power, like, you know, how, how important I think religion is when people are probably tapping into the wrong powers and, and saying now this is our God. Well, I think today religion is less important to a lot of people because I think the way we see society going in general, most, I mean, I guess technically most people are religious still. Most people are either professing Christians or uh, Muslims or uh, Jews, right? These are the predominant uh, religions throughout the world. So I guess from a number standpoint, there's probably still more religious people than not. But I think the trajectory of everything is that less and less people are religious. But I mean, for those who are, I think, um, and you know, Strauss touched on this a little bit, the organization, right? The, the comfort, the safety that religion provides, it helps you make sense of things. It provides a code for you to live by. So when you come up against certain uh, issues in your life or different circumstances where you need to make decisions, religion is there for a lot of people to guide them on, okay, what's the best thing I should do based on this scenario, based on what I believe, religion for a lot of people is going to tell them what kind of decision they should make. But again, I do feel religion is, uh, religious beliefs are clearly deteriorating. And so to that degree, I would say religion is a good thing to the degree that at least it gets people acting right doing the the right thing for the most part now what so doing the right thing not necessarily for the right reasons which is something kind of something else but at the very least i think religion does get people to do the right things whether they're heart-centered or not that's a different subject and maybe we'll get to that but i think at least for the benefit of getting people to do the right thing religion is good yeah i mean but we gotta we gotta be careful though because like which aspects of religion is good because I mean, we we can yeah we can talk about it from the Christianity standpoint, but then there's so many pagan religions, and like and and it and, it, and like I said, like I mean, I think it really goes back to just like where it started. Like people were desperate, they were scared, they were looking for security, so they started worshiping the sun. They stumbled upon a superpower that was not, you know, in some cases not the correct power. And they continue to worship something that provided them some sense of security um, when they when they had nothing. So, I mean, in some ways, it's like, you know, I mean, and that that kind of like goes to like my, my next point too, or question is like, why y'all think there's so many different, you know, religions with this same similar like events that take <laughs> place? Because like, I, if I if I understand it correctly, like Buddha supposedly had 12 disciples and had reincarnation and you know was born of a virgin or whatever and i think in the muslim religion it's also the same way um if i understand it correctly and then if y'all ever i did some other pieces too and there's like you know how in the old testament it references moses and the children of israel and so forth and in these other books they had um characters Whose, whose name started with M, like variations of Moses and similar stories. So it's like, why y'all think there's so many religions with similar like timelines and stories and events like as well? I mean, I, I personally just think like everyone just think that they are right. I mean, it's, it's really nothing, nothing more, nothing more, nothing less to that, man. Cause like, even with religion we follow it's like literally a minute difference from other religions right but it's just everybody you know they'll read the bible or whatever their choice of you know finding the word of god they'll read that and then they'll have their own interpretation they will say you know what we're right we're going to create our own you know our own religion here right and and the, and the thing is where I, i'm trying to pick my words carefully man but I always find it odd that the people that persecuted Jesus was religious people. 
mm-hmm. you know, I, and and it just, you know, the more like I'm, I I read and the more I'm realizing, like, man, we should really be all leaning more towards the love that Christ had, because like even, uh, you know, Christ was condemning some of the or well, the people that was trying to condemn him from from saving um, the woman in the street is is coming fuzzy to me, like he literally was telling them like. You guys are, are, you know, what's the word he I'm has, looking for? He was not seeing cast the first stone. Right. And then they also was like being backslided because they was taking out their 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 sheep and their cattle and, and you know, I guess going to get food and water for them. And it was like, like, look, you breaking the Sabbath as well. So, uh, you know, it, it, it runs deep as far as with why, you know, a lot of uh, I'm a lean on Christianity is is migrated or broke apart but i personally think it's just you'll find different groups of people that just simply say okay we interpreted it this way right because a lot of a lot of stuff a lot of material out there is not black and white like me we yeah we can read one a a a passage of a scripture and we'll have four different meanings right it's 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 just kind of how it is so yeah no I'll, i'll chime in um you to bring to the gate point. It's a great question because you see so many similarities between like religions, as you mentioned, like most of them believe like we're going to a certain place. Most of them believe there's a creator. Most of them believe in like generosity, stuff like that. Most general religions, if you look around the basis, of a lot of them, they have those, those aspects to it. And it's like, which brings up a great point. It's like, is it so far off to believe that like, it really is like one real truth, right? Which, which I believe there is, of course, as it says in the Bible, and that some people have kind of taken off and branched off into some aspects of it and just changed words or done stuff or maybe taken a story. I mean, we look at, we, we, I mean, we look at a story, I mean, just amongst ourselves, and we could, as DJ brought it, like, they, there can be so many different versions of the same story. Like, I remember there was a, a game, like, we used to play as kids. Like, I used to play it back in New York. I played it maybe once or twice. It's called Telephone people probably know it and you know you get like a line of people you put people in a circle Mm -hmm. and then you have one person tell tell like a story or a secret or a line whatever and then it's supposed to be secretly told around the room and it's supposed to be gotten back to the person Ah, and never never once does it get back the same way come on somebody it never gets back the same way like that's how how it has always worked and that was that was a game like it was just an interesting like little plot to see like how the story just changes from ear to ear Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, let me let me come in here real quick too, because uh, what you just said, Strauss, is about like that's one of the things that uh, at least I've seen Jewish folks. <laughs> to me, that's the best um, argument against the whole um, the oral tradition, the, the the oral Torah, which was passed down from generation to generation, and I mean. I've heard it be defended that, yeah, you know, the telephone game is a great example of how things could get messed up, but they have a defense for it. But that's that's really a different discussion. But um, there there's a whole bunch of similarities. Um, if you look at most religions, um, especially back in the day, they all have some sort of a flood account. Right. Hmm. So obviously in the Bible, we know about Noah and, and the, the ark, um, but there's also a story called the Epic of Gilgamesh, which some of you guys probably know about, right? And other religions have similar flood stories as well. So to me, it just speaks to the fact that there are some real historical events that everybody knows happen, right? Not everyone necessarily understands what the, the full history, the full story, but everyone kind of experienced it. And they're trying to explain it in their own way. So like with the Epic of Gilgamesh, he was like, I forget exactly, but he was part God, part man. And, um, you know, he had to uh, he kind of was the the Noah figure in that that culture. So um, the Ark, the design of the Ark was much different from the Ark of the Bible. It's kind of like like square shape, like a cube. Yeah. 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 And it's it was way, way bigger than the Ark. And you think about the feasibility of this thing actually floating in water, uh, not to get into that really, but all of these, that, that flood account is recorded in almost every major religion um, yeah. in the past. So 
it, it, it just speaks to the fact that there's everyone knows these things are happening. These these natural events, they don't all know why, but they, they have a reason to explain it their own way. So to me, it, it just gives credence to a lot of what we see in the Bible. So obviously the, 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 the account of Noah and the ark, you know, you I, I've seen that the dimensions of the ark with the whole cubits, I don't remember right now, but the cubits by cubits by cubits is very similar to some of the large cargo boats that are made today. So it's very realistic, much more feasible to float than the cube of the Epic of Gilgamesh, things like that. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of similarities and um, it's just because these things really happen. And I, and I think too, like, I mean, you know, going back, but it's, it's really like the plan of the devil, like for real, for real, because it's like, how do you cut through the red tape to figure out like, okay, what what's going to be real and what's not going to be real because like if if it was if it was like all the stories were absolutely different then like you know i'm saying that would be hard to sell because like there's going to be some stuff some fragments here and there that's going to prove one of those stories over the other so knowing that there's pieces that you can't do nothing about that's all over like the only way to confound people is to make the story similar to a certain degree so it's like how do you like I, I, you know, I hear y'all saying like, well, it's the Bible, but then like, how do you like, which, how do you know what is the oldest? Because I think it comes down to determining like, okay, what is the oldest dated um, scriptural or religious writings that, that, you know, can be found, like can be cited or what have you. And then that would be your starting point because from whatever those oldest writings are, that would have been the originator and then everything else would have came from that that has similarities right right i mean uh, i just wanted to touch from what i've read and what i've seen the the story of uh gilgamesh was was written first that flood story that's 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 what i that's what i've seen you know that's what i noticed when i read uh so you know that's huh i need how old is the story Check it, you gotta check it out for yourself, brother. I I don't got it written down. Well, you but, can't say it came before and you don't have the timeline. Oh, okay, listen, go ahead and research it for yourself. But this is what I read. I didn't. I should have wrote it down. My bad. But yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, as far as um, to answer your question, what you was asking, I believe it was it's the Hebrew, right? The Bible was first translated into the Hebrew language. If I'm not mistaken, and then from the Hebrew language, that's where it kind of migrated out. And then that's when we got the translation. I believe it was in the 1700s where it was written in English and then it was redone in the 1800s by uh, uh, King James. Right. By King James. Am, am, I, am I right on my timelines, uh, Fortunato? Go ahead. Speak. Uh, well, I mean, the only thing I was going to say, like, I mean, you, you pretty much on it, but like. The Hebrew writings is about 34, 3,500 years old. And mm. like if we if we date it back, like now we can start plugging in. OK, well, when did Muhammad or or Buddha or when, when did these other people come on to play? Because if the Hebrew writings is about 3,500 years old, then, you know, either those writings are going to be older than the Hebrew writings, which I'm 99.9 percent sure they're not. Or they're going to be coming a little bit after the Hebrew writing. But remember, though, like the Old Testament is the law, which was in Hebrew, and the New Testament was Greek. So the Hebrew law was the piece that came like way, way before. And I think that's important for like, you know, what I'm saying to establish when we're talking to people about like different religions is like going back and finding like what is the oldest dated religious scriptural writings and then starting from that timeline. Yeah. Well, from what I'm seeing, DJ is right in terms of Gilgamesh being written earlier, older. So that seems to be the case. Now, we know that Moses is the one who wrote the first five books of the Hebrew Bible, right? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Now, Moses came much later than, I mean, obviously the flood, right? Like, that's, yeah. I think that's pretty clear. We don't really, really need to get into detail on that. So while his writing of, of uh, Genesis, that's where the flood story is, while his writing came after the Epic of Gilgamesh, while I can see why someone may think, well, oh, he wrote it afterwards, so he copied it, 
I don't necessarily think that, I mean, I don't believe that's the case. And I don't think that that type of thinking necessarily has to apply all the time. While I understand why someone could think that, it's just Moses, these things happened way before, but he's the one who recorded them. So the Epic of Gilgamesh was written because that, that event took place well before Moses happened. Whoever, I'm not exactly sure the, the culture that it is. They recorded it, they wrote it, uh, but you know, it's according to them. Moses wrote it according to, according to- But like, dated though, like how, like how old, how old are we talking with the, the flood of Gilgamesh? So I'm seeing something here that says, yeah, it's saying parts of it was written in, of Gilgamesh was written in 2100 BC. They're saying parts of it. That sounds about um, right. It's, I think it's that's a long because there's more to it than just the whole flood thing, but that's like the biggest piece of it. Um, so, and they're saying, what else? The flood occurred around 2300 to 2400 BC. So I guess the Gilgamesh was written not long after it took place, whereas Moses wrote it, you know, obviously later in Moses' time. Yeah. And and I just want to jump in. And what's also kind of tough is like, as we know, like, you know, obviously things were changed in the Bible. Right. It's, uh, Jesus is not Jesus. It's uh, Yeshua. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's where sometimes I, I get a little, you know, a, a little flustered sometimes or I don't know. Fluster is the right word, because like if I were to write uh, King Darrell Bible. Right. I'm, I'm going to write it in my tongue and in, in, in the way that I want it written, you know. Um, so that, that, that's the thing. Of course, I believe the Bible was a good source, but I, I, I think that we should just shouldn't we should look for the truth, man. We should shouldn't just read the Bible alone. We should try to search out and try to find the real origins of things, just like you're saying Fortunato is trying to find the original. Like obviously, we're not going to be able to read Hebrew, but I'm, I'm sure by now there's there's sources out there that we can uncover, like what exactly is the, is the real truth, you know? But you know, yeah. real, real, real quick, real quick. I just want to yeah, say, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's, it's so, what you're saying is right, DJ, but you know what, man, I find it so hard now because it's almost like I need to connect with a professor of archaeology or something. Cause I just, what did I just yeah. say? 1200 yeah. BC or yeah. something, right? I'm reading mm-hmm. something else now that says 650 BC. Like, like <laughs> people write things. Just it's whatever they want. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's really difficult sometimes to really, yeah. like, you have to really, have a reputable source like it can't be a quick google search 100%. yeah it's, it's it's all over the place so that's what yeah, I mean, y- y'all both hitting it on the head i mean when i first found out like there was there was more than 66 books in the bible like that was i mean in the in the bible there was extra it was, was extra yeah. books yeah that were not included because you know they didn't include some kind of like caveat of of mention of Jesus or something like that. I don't remember the full thing, but when I found that out, I was like, man, wait a minute. So this whole, by this whole time I'm reading this Bible and it's not even the full thing. Like, like why I don't have the full story, you know, like why Mm -hmm. I can't get, why I can't get the full thing. Like why y'all leaving parts out? It makes you feel some type of way in some way. But you know, it's just like, it's like I said, you got to seek out the truth for yourself. You know, I think I've, I think the only ones I've really read is a few. I've read Enoch for sure. Um, that's what I was just talking so, about Fortunato so, with that about so Enoch. Let's, let's 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 be clear. First of all, King oh, James, King James was a, a man of color, and and the canonized Bible was put together for a purpose to first of all, so people would know who God is, come to salvation, and and you know, and to repent of their sins. That was the purpose of the canonized Bible. And Martin Luther, I don't remember his exact quote, but he had got support in in having those books, those extra books removed, because to a novice reader, it would throw them off of the point of knowing God, coming to salvation and repenting. So that's why for a novice reader, it wasn't included. But, you know, but they include Son of Solomon. I'll just say there's some books in the Bible. No, I bro. mean, like, no, nah, I just mean it's a good book, but I just but, mean, like, I mean, and you can download like, it too. Like, you get the 1611 version on Apple Play Store, or whatever, and it yeah, has all yeah. the books in there. Yeah, like, like I said, I've read a couple, not all, but, yeah. but I mean, the keep and I don't, I don't want to stray off, but it's like, man, most of our people like being church 20, 30, 40 years, and they still like stuck on the Beatitudes, bro. Like, they'll never ever get to those books, like, to understand or even like get value from that but anyway 
Um, like, so do y'all think too, like, because Don't you know, as we know, this, as we know, like, there's a there's a, a a gap in the timeline, right, with Jesus's life in the Bible, and like, do y'all think I, I've heard like accounts, and I've probably seen like a, a episode of a National uh, Geographic on you know the History Channel type things where mm-hmm. they said that um, there's possible proof that Jesus went to you know other places or other countries or regions um spreading the gospel and kind of teaching them of of the gospel before the last three years or so of his life that was documented in the bible do y'all think that's a you know possibility too because if it is i mean that would be like you know possibly where india gets their rendition or you know another country or what have you might have gotten their slight rendition i never heard of that but i mean i think Obviously, we know when he was, we know about his birth, his couple of early years, and then he's 30, right? So he obviously had a whole life in between yeah. 30, you know, 20 something years in between that we don't really have any historical record about, at least not according to the Bible. Um, so is it possible? I suppose. I don't know that. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what, what to think, but I, I don't necessarily think so because i don't know that his mission was to go to these other places you know i think it was more so a thing for his disciples to do to you know obviously the great commission is for us to spread the gospel to go out into all the world so i think obviously you know paul who was a great apostle for the lord he obviously went a lot of places other others did too i don't know that he necessarily did that because you know i believe he was called to the lost sheep of israel initially right and of course he was rejected and so um the gospel but his own rejected him right yeah that's what the verse says right so then that's what i'm saying so then it extended to the gent there's gentiles in in that region where he was he didn't have to go far right there (laughs) around the around israel too so i mean i don't i don't know could he have could he have traveled around maybe but i i have no idea i mean so go ahead go ahead bro go ahead no, I, I was I was gonna be short. I was gonna say, I mean, you know, anything's possible. We know the things was taken out of the Bible. I heard a brother actually even say, like, uh, uh, Jesus was married with kids, <laughs> you know. Oh, so that's uh, the uh, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, they all with that stuff. Yeah. So so I I mean the thing is we have we have to do our, our homework. I mean you know. Like I always say, man, because we we can literally go back and forth all day with this stuff, man. I, I feel like, you know, the, the kingdom kingdom is right here in your heart, man. In my opinion, but I, I'm gonna digress on that, man. But I, I, in my opinion, you have to have the love of God right here, man, Amen. because you could just get confused. You know, there's probably some cats that that didn't went around ringing around the rosy until they didn't ring themselves right out of church because they, they got so confused on trying to figure out what's right and what's what's wrong. So. I mean, so do y'all think like we we're called to be religious? So mm. that, I thought it was a great question. Um, I don't know if we're necessarily called to be religious, but I think we were all called to worship. I think I all like humans. That. I think all humans were made like to that. worship. Whether 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 you worship God or you worship whatever, you worship something. Like most humans, for the most part believe in something other than themselves like most humans don't just think most yeah i want to say most because or science right yeah or science exactly you know most people don't think i am the center of this and i rule all of this i control it nobody really thinks that you know well i see david too right. in his face some right, right. some people may some people may well for the most part people believe that there is something other than themselves going on um and so in some ways, yes, it's for so to answer your question, yes, I guess that makes us all religious in a sense, but I guess it goes down to what are you actually putting your religion to? What are you actually worshiping? Some people worship Buddha, Muhammad, Krishna, whatever. Some people worship mountains, some people worship you know, <laughs> you know hey, cows, dogs, cows, you know, dogs. people worship anything nowadays. Money. Like every, Women. Anything, anything nowadays people worship, but they worship something. So. Well, I, what I was smiling for, because I mean, I think you you 100 percent right. We were made to worship. My only thing I was just saying is that 
I get what you're saying, but I when I was as you were talking, I'm thinking, you know what? Everybody worships something, even those who think they're not, because that means you're worshiping yourself. Mm-hmm. Self self deification, which I think is really prevalent nowadays, where it's like, oh, I'm not submitting to anything. I'm my own boss. Well, you're worshiping yourself. You you, you follow your sure. own drum. So in that sense, I get what you were saying, but I was just thinking. In that sense, everybody really is worshiping something. Um, mm. It's either themselves or something else. But that is what we were created to do, is to worship and not to worship ourselves. Obviously, we were created to worship the king of the universe. Um, so, so you know, there's that now. So were we called to be religious? I, I no, I don't think so. But um, I I kind of had hinted at it a little earlier when I was saying, you know, the purpose of religion, we're talking about the origins. And I was pretty much saying it is good in a sense, because while we look at religion versus spirituality, right. And I think probably most of us would agree that spirituality is a better place to be than simply religious because religious simply implies adhering to customs and traditions, right? Come on now. Yeah. So, that's not necessarily the best thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. You really should have a relationship. And of course, as Christians, we're now. talking about a relationship with Christ, right? So, yeah. so that's really what... Preach how you want to preach it, bro. Well, you know, that's... But the thing is, what I want to say, though, is because, again, I'm not just necessarily dismissing religious stuff because, see, certain things were put in place to bring us to that place Close. of spirituality. Yeah. So while it may be a tradition to, uh, let's say, dress a certain way at church. Now, that in and of itself does not bring you closer to God, right? Just dressing a certain way. But what does that teach you? It teaches you about modesty. And that is something that God wants from us, right? He does not want us to be all... Uh, What's the opposite of modest? Immodest, I guess, right? So that's just an example of a religious practice bringing you closer spiritually. It's not the practice. It's not the religion itself that's important. But without it, you might not have gotten to the place of spirituality. So I don't necessarily just dismiss religious practices as I feel a lot of people do. Because I think people all about... Because the thing is, when I hear spirit... When I hear a lot of people talk about, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual today... These are not Christians, first of all. Well, not the ones I hear. They're spiritual, but the spirit and you follow what spirit? There's many spirits. The Bible tells us that, right? God's not the only spirit. So they're spiritual, but for what purpose? To what end? So like that, just being spiritual is not enough. You have to have the right basis first. So I'll stop. There. Yeah, and and I think like religion, being religious, like like y'all saying in itself is not a bad thing because. In a sense, it, it brings people to peace. It brings people to, you know, just a place of just, you know, just being okay with, you know, with things and circumstances and, and you know, just being able to move through life and, and kind of figure things out in a better space than if they didn't have that behind them. But I think that's just about it, like, because... Like it's just believing in a, a, a superpower, or, or and you know this. Everybody's religious. Like ninety nine percent of the people that you'll come across is religious because most people okay. believe in a superpower. So like, or you know, a greater power, something bigger than them. But I don't know. I I, I kind of some. Oh my bad. What's no no no. I mean I mean that that's pretty much it. It's just like you know, I was gonna move into the next question. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say. Um... I kind of agree with, with what DGH is saying to an extent. Um, but a lot of times where, in my experience, just seeing my, you know, my folks and, you know, seeing other um, people within our denomination, like, religion is work, man. I sometimes think, like, it takes us away from what God actually wants us to do, especially, like, on the Sabbath, on Saturdays, man. Like I'll I'll you know talk to 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 uh to my mom and she be beat because she you know what I'm saying she she gotta you know moderate and then do this and do that in church and then I'm just like damn ain't it supposed to be a rest day it's it's a Sabbath right <laughs> so I, that's why sometimes like I, I I really don't get it like there's nothing wrong with going to church or anything like that but I feel like 
bro, every week, you, 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 you sometimes you, 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 you're up from early in the morning, especially like folks that used to go to church in New York. And if they, if they uh, lived in New Jersey, like my, my grandfather used to, man, remember we had to wake up seven o'clock in the morning to, to try to drive to church to get there before everybody else get there. And we stayed to about 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, bro, come on. <laughs> we, we supposed to be resting today. But yeah, yeah that's I mean, a, that's that's my take on it. Uh. And I I think like that that's not even like just being religious. That's a whole nother other piece. That's just church operation and something I think we'll probably get to in a, a different place. I, I had listen, Saturday morning gone, boy. I, I I was in I was in one of them modes. Like I I was you know I was kind of being full of the requirements, but you know it's like I. Well, anyway, I, I digress, but I, I think that's that's more so like you know church business and and well, like yeah, so, that's the ritual yeah. of it though, bro. That's, that's the that, that's yeah yeah that's, yeah. That's what he's saying. It's it's that's that's the religious part. That's that's what I'm saying. It's good to a degree, right, to an extent. But when people place that above having a relationship with Christ, that's where it gets wrong. And I think mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of that in our churches, right? So yeah. I think that's why a lot it's of like a social younger... group sometimes, man. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm trying to pick the words. I, but but you know, sometimes you go to the wrong social group and it's like, bro, I don't think you belong here. I'm mm. keeping it 100. Sometimes you go to the wrong church and it's like you, you know, you look you looked at like a like an outcast, man. So yeah. I, it's, and it's that's the that's the problem because I don't want to make it seem like we we all put in like you know church in the organization of church but it's like that's the problem when there's too many religious people in the building and not enough people with relationships with god mm. because like when it's yeah. all about being religious then it becomes a, a skeptical then it becomes like an orchestration now it's a production but it's when like it's a really and you you could you like you could tell like when it's different like Cause when it's, when it's when you, you can feel it, man. In a place when it's when people are about a relationship with God, like come on, man. Like the energy is different. There's come more on, time man. spent in prayer. Like I don't know about y'all, but it's like like churches don't even pray as much as they do, like how they used to, like back in the day. Like sometimes it'll be like y'all y'all know how it used to go. Like it'd be prayer in the morning before church start, <laughs> like and for like thirty minutes or whatever, and it's like people ain't doing that no more now it's more of a production like depending on what church you go to everybody getting paid production i like they got a they got a 60 minute power service like what you gonna get like and and we're also being taken away from we're supposed to be evangelizing like we don't want to keep preaching against people but but that's what we're really supposed to do like all right they (laughs) the people that's in church they've been here like all right five ten years I think they're good now. Let's try to see if we could tell somebody else about Jesus, right? That's yeah. That's the gospel, hundred percent. Oh yeah, sure. My bad, hundred percent, man. And and, I, and the thing is too, my bad, DTH. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna let you go. A lot of times with religion, man, is it's, it's honestly based on what region you come up in. Like you know, I I know this is gonna be you know, fortunate. I probably may not agree with me, but like if we were to be born in India, you know, our perhaps our religion might be different, right? Uh, so I, I mean, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, man, I think it's on the relationship that you have with 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 God, man, because it's it's about how you treat your brothers and your sisters on this earth. In my opinion, man, I believe that's what it's about, and I'm sticking to that, bro. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, back back just to backpedal a little bit to the whole uh, the religious piece of it. Um, thing. My bad, I kind of forgot. <laughs> no, my but bad. Um, my bad. no, my no, bad. no. But um, it's true that these things can really derail you from what's most important. And so, all okay, I remember now. So, the people that we're talking about who are all about keeping these customs and practices, I feel like a lot of them have a good heart, to be honest. But they just they don't have the right um, tools. So basically, they're they're working off of a works-based faith, meaning you have to do things to please God. You have to do this. You have to go to, go to church, uh, keep the Sabbath, don't do this, do that, in order to please him. When really, you know, you don't do things to please him, but 
you were saved and then you want to do these good things because you're saved you're not doing it yep. to be saved but i think a lot yep. of people are kind of stuck in that mindset so Amen. while they may have good intentions they just kind of they need a little bit of a push to get to the right place well said yeah no nah, no nah, i was gonna say uh what both of y'all are kind of hitting on like it's pretty much a lot of uh a lot of what we'll probably get into when we get into a lot of this the uh, spirituality and, and part three a lot you know there has to be some kind of kind of mixture of religious and spirituality if you think about it in some sense you have to have some kind of process that you go through and you have to have your heart into it in a sense and we'll get there but you know um before we kind of wrap up i just wanted to say like you know like it says in in in, in our in our dear old chapter james if if in, if any man among you seems to be religious rattles not his tongue but deceiveth not his heart this man's religion is, is is vain. Pure pure religion and undefiled before before God and the Father is to this: to visit the fatherless, the widows, and their affliction, and to help keep himself unspotted from the world. So I mean, DJ pretty much hit it. Like our main mission, our main our main thing that we're supposed to do here is is evangelize. We're supposed to be, you know getting people to christ getting people you know in better situations that's our mission here um and a lot of times we get caught up in the process we get caught up in what we got to do in the day-to-day and the religious aspects of it so thanks hey man i think it's well said man like y'all say there has to be a healthy balance between religion and spirituality because on one spectrum with 100 percent religion you have the pharisees and then on the other side with just 100 percent spirituality and no religion tied to it you got everything else and crystals and everything else going on so um so you know what i'm saying man i, I think we cover a lot of good points man um and i don't know if y'all boys got anything else y'all want to wrap it up with before we uh get up out of here no nah, that's it man you nailed it on the head man yeah i, I mean think I, think we yeah good topic man we have a whole lot more to get into i'm sure uh, we just t- uh scratching the surface so that's definitely a good topic tonight hey man and don't forget to like and subscribe we on youtube live man every episode please, every please. tuesday Spot, spotify pod uh, apple all that good stuff facebook man make sure y'all tap in this has been the hold your point podcast we are the hold your point podcast crew and until next time man we out, we out.